Is this the place? Lot THX 11 to 38. Yep, this is it. It's just a big warehouse. This is what most film studios look like, Everett. Come on, I'll show you around. We need to be quiet, though. Why? They might be filming, and we don't want to throw off anyone's concentration. Some actors are really temperamental. Temperamental? What was that? You call that acting, Bale? It's not enough to adopt the role of a darkness like this. You need to be born in it. <sighs> West was right. Maybe dark and dismal just isn't working. I'll never finish this trilogy. I see what you mean. Actually, that's the director. Wendy? Wendy! Thank goodness. Someone to help me in my time of greatest need. Hello, Gabby. Just showing my friend Everett around. Yeah, yeah. Look, I've got this big action movie to make. I mean, huge. And according to my calculations, it's going to be serious money. How can you tell? I'm good at calculations. So if it's such a sure thing, what can we do? I don't know. I've got all the pieces and all of the things I asked for, but it's just falling apart. Maybe I just need a little push, you know? I don't know. This mess just looks like madness at the moment. I think you need more than a little help. Is that guy wearing hockey pads? Yeah, and maybe you deserve to have everything burned down. You know, just so you can learn to pick yourself up again. Am I missing something? We have a history. Look, I know I don't deserve your help after I let your movie fail, but I really need you. Sorry, I'm not the hero you need. Come on, Everett, we've got places to be. You realize that if you leave me now, you're killing my movie, right? I'm not killing your movie, but I don't have to save it either. Goodbye, Gabby. Whoa, that was kind of scary. Are you all right? Yeah, sorry. It's like she said, we have a history. Justice is served. I don't know. Looks like revenge to me. They can be the same thing. No, this is wrong. You know what? Let's listen to a radio program. So we're just going to forget all that ever happened? What? Sorry, can't hear you. Hey, Everett. What's going on today? Hey, Mr. Jacobs. You missed it. Missed what? Gabby and Wendy. Apparently, Gabby has a video camera that her parents gave her, so now she wants to make a movie. But when she asked me and Wendy, Wendy went off. Something about Gabby not helping her with some sort of something for school and leaving her hanging. Anyway, now they aren't talking to each other and I'm just here. Sounds kind of dramatic. Very good choice of words, Mr. Jacobs. <laughs> I'll see what I can do about this. Thanks, Everett. How's it going, girls? Listening to the radio, I see. Hey. Hey. Hmm. Why so serious? You talk to Everett. You know what's up. Yeah. I thought it'd be fun to make a movie together. You know, some sort of action-y superhero kind of thing with deep yet confusing one-liners. It was going to be great. I was going to show it to my grandparents this weekend everything. But Wendy won't help. What she's failing to mention is when I asked for her help making a video for a school project a month ago, she bailed on me at the last second, and I got a bad grade because I was relying on her. Now she wants my help? No way! I said I would never do it again! What more do you want me to do? I'll let you know when I think I can trust you again. Sounds to me like this is a matter of forgiveness. Maybe, but it's about fairness too. She didn't help me, so why should I help her? Either way, I think all of us would be having a much better time if we were making home movies instead of arguing about it. Everett's right. I seem to remember a few verses in the Bible that say things like, treat others the way you want to be treated, and forgive just like God forgave you. Well, I'm going to have to think about it. 
Well, while she does that, how about the rest of us listen to the radio? I think that's a good idea. I'm sure you do. Yeah, I'll start it up. Mr. Jacobs, can I talk to you for a second? Is there something wrong, Everett? Not really. I mean, besides the girls having bad blood this morning, but I've been doing some thinking about what they were talking about earlier. You know, helping versus not helping. I guess I've got some questions. Sounds reasonable. Yeah, so I understood that we need to forgive people and help them even if they've let us down before. Pretty basic lesson that I'm sure we've talked about before at your garage. You know I can still hear you, right? He's got a good point though, Wendy. Nobody asked you, Gabby. Anyway, I was wondering, is there a time we shouldn't help people? Interesting question. There are many verses in the Bible that tell us that we should help others. But I can think of a couple chapters, 2 Timothy 3 and Ephesians 5, where God describes two kinds of people we shouldn't help. What kinds of people? The first kind of person, in Ephesians 5, 6, is someone who spreads lies. As God's children, we only deal in truth. So we need to be sure that the things we say and teach are helping to spread God's love and not lies. But how do we know what's true and what isn't? Come on, that's easy. If the Bible says it's true, then it is. You're on the right track, Wendy, but it's a little more complicated than that. Many times there are people who know how to twist the verses in the Bible to sound like they mean all kinds of evil things. Our job, according to 1 John 4, is to test what people are saying. If it gets in the way of loving others, loving God, and doing what He says, it's no good, and we shouldn't help it spread. So, what's the other type of person, Mr. Jacobs? Yeah, the one in 2 Timothy 3. <laughs> this person is a real piece of work. They are full of themselves, thinking money and happiness is what's most important. They brag about how great they are whilst putting other people down. They hurt others hate others, betray others, pretending to be good Christian people when they think it will serve them best, but inside, they don't love God in the slightest. Wow, that's intense. The Bible goes on, but you get the idea. These people are very good at coming to positions of power, and they promise all kinds of things to get people to help them, but in the end, they will just use you, and when they're done, they'll throw you away. It's a thing that happens all over the world, and it's important for us to be careful that we don't blindly start helping those who would use our help to do others harm. Well, that shouldn't be too hard. Somebody like that would be really easy to spot. You'd think that, but sadly, many Christians today aren't paying close attention to these things. They listen to anyone who promises them safety and power instead of encouraging peace and kindness, and this can lead to terrible things down the road. Well, I hate to say it, Mr. Jacobs, but this whole morning has been kind of depressing. Yeah, I mean, with all of these warnings about who not to help, it kind of makes me scared to help anyone. Oh, well, that's definitely not what I was trying to do. Here, why don't you kids listen to the radio, and I'll go find a drama script that has something to do with what we've been learning about. That sounds like a good idea. From the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the familiar drama, The Little Red Hen, an adapted tale from the public domain that teaches a biblical lesson. Once upon a time in the barnyard down the street, there was a little red hen. Good day. This little red hen was a very hard worker, 
and she spent her days making sure that everything was in order. Make sure the ground is thoroughly scratched. Check. Lay eggs. Check. Check on the other animals. Bet I get to that. One day, while she was going about her business, she found something very exciting. It's a sack of grain. With this, I could make a loaf of bread. Or I could plant it and make enough bread for the whole barnyard next fall. I'll need some help, though. And so the little red hen went to her friends, Mr. Goat and Miss Sheep. I say, did you see the cows this morning? Utterly ridiculous, if you ask me. Come on now, that was the cheesiest pun I've ever heard. Ooh, two for two. Nice. Um. Why, if it isn't our good friend Red, how are you doing this fine day? Great. Look what I found. Let me see. Hmm, grain. It's not for eating, goat. Not yet, anyway. I want to plant it and grow enough grain to feed us all. A truly divine proposition. Would you like to help? Me? I'd love to. Eh, nah. And so the sheep and the hen went out into the fields and spread the grain far and wide. After a couple of days, it was time to water the crops. Again, the hen approached her friends. Who will help me water the fields? Oh, me. Nah. A little while later. It's harvest time. Who will help me gather the wheat? Me. Nah. And so on. Whenever there was something that needed doing, the sheep was on board, but the goat figured he had better things to do. Someone's got to take a nap in the sun. Eventually, the hen climbed up onto the coop and made an announcement. All my friends, I would like to share my bounty. It's time for a grain feast. And so all the animals in the yard sat down in the barn for a meal of the tastiest grains they had ever had. But when the goat showed up, the hen closed the grain bag. Hello, friend. Aren't you going to give me some of that grain? I don't think so. What? Why not? I asked you to help me, and you didn't. I asked you over and over, but you always had something better to do. I wanted to do something nice for the whole barnyard, and you were just looking out for yourself. Do you think that you deserve any of this grain? But the horse didn't do any of the work, did you, horse? <laughs> How come she gets grain? It's my grain. I get to choose who gets it. Goodbye, goat. The moral is that God wants to help others, whether that means helping feed them, helping them learn, or even just being there when they need a friend. He has promised to reward those who share His love in this way, and for those who decide not to help, well, let's just say they won't get it as good. You kids look a little sullen. Is everything okay? Yeah, well, there's been a lot of heavy topics today. Yeah, unforgiveness, bad people we shouldn't help, and just when I thought a drama script might make things better, the poor goat got no grain in the story. Yeah, talk about a downer. <laughs> okay, I'll let up on the negative tone. But if you think about it, when you're sharing God's love, helping people who have nowhere to turn, the light of His goodness makes you shine in the darkest of nights. But not being people who want to trick or hurt, we are letting the helpless know that there is more out there than just pain and loneliness. There's hope, and that hope comes from a God who loves everyone. That does sound good, Mr. Jacobs, but I guess what I'm wondering is how do I know who needs my help? Good question, Wendy. And I would say the best way to know this is to practice our awareness. 
Awareness? Like getting in touch with our inner selves? Not quite, Everett. I mean, we need to get better at listening to people when they have problems, see when they are struggling, and most importantly, following God's spirit when he is showing us what he wants us to do. Okay, so how do we get better at that? There are a few ways, Gabby. But when it comes to listening to God's spirit, Galatians 5.25 says that if we want to let God's spirit lead us, we need to get used to doing what God says, kind of like a marching band. We get in the rhythm and it becomes natural. Cool. Yeah, one last question, Mr. Jacobs. You promise? Maybe. <laughs> All right, what's up, Gabriella? We've been talking about God wanting us to help people who need help, but I think there are a lot of people in the world who need help, like millions. How can a kid like me, or anyone for that matter, help all those people? One at a time. God knows that we are only people, and the task of helping every single person in the world is too big for us. But if we each do our part to help the people in our lives out of love, God says in verses like Luke 6:38, the more we give, the more we will get, so that we can give more, and so on and on. Cool. Last question, for real this time. What would that look like exactly? Should we just give every poor person money? That's a hard one, Everett. The answer might be different for different people at different times. But whatever we do, we need to use wisdom to not look for the easiest solution to someone's problem, but to really make sure that what we are doing is truly helping and not just making us feel better about ourselves or to not feel guilty. Okay, well, today's probably the deepest morning at Mr. Jacob's place ever. Yeah, next time, let's not make it so complicated. <laughs> I'll do my best. So, I still would like to make the movie with you guys. I understand if you don't want to help, though. I haven't been fair to you, Wendy, so it's okay if you'd rather not. That's okay, Gabby. Making a movie with you sounds really fun. Sorry I wasn't kind before. Finally! But since today has been so heavy, can I play a funnier part? Maybe a clown-type character. We'll make it work. Later, Mr. Jacobs. Bye. Hmm, that was quite the discussion. I hope it wasn't too confusing. Well, Lionel, if they have questions, I'm sure they'll be back. <sighs> now then, let's stop talking to ourselves and get Flynn out for a walk. After you turn off the radio. <laughs> right, thanks. Thanks.